Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, before we even get started with this episode of Man Baggage, I want to say one thing. Please subscribe. It is the key to making this podcast get pushed out to more and more people automatically. And it's an important conversation we're having. Hopefully you will laugh your ass off, but we're talking about big things too. So hit subscribe right now. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane, and this is the safe space where we get the man baggage and empty the viscous fluid of insight into the ear holes of our listeners, which are disturbingly equally male and female. This was set up as a cardigan rubbing male space where we can dip our digestive biscuits and talk about our feelings. But guess who's listening in at the door? Nosy cows that want to know why men's brains go wrong. Not surprised, really. Uh, we cover all types of subject. It could be freaking anything. Yes, we sometimes go to the serious side of things and discuss suicidal despair or shopping in Asda on Saturday, as I call it. Uh, sometimes we talk about height, um, sex, all the things that men are insecure about. We've done dick size about 100 times. Uh, it turns out, there is no safe way to deal with my issue of being overhung. So I'm living without a reduction. That's just how I'm going to have to live my life. Uh, I've had genes that are specially adapted. There's a sort of cock pocket that comes down the leg and, and I'm managing. I've learned to live with what I've got. Uh, if you just listen to this, that was it landing on the table. Today, I've got two amazing guests. In the real world, I would love to have a panel of two or three blokes and I'd drill into their minds and get all their insecurities and foibles. But in the digital world, because some fucker ate a bat and ruined everything, I just use one man, one silverback, whose head I'm going to drill into and find out what makes them tick. And oh my God, I've got the testosterone of three guests in one silverback body today. I don't even know how to define the man, certainly a promoter, club owner, bar promoter, bar owner, media personality, reality TV star here and there, TV star. How do I define him? Panani master, the general of Vajganistan. Panani master. The, the fanny general himself is in residence, is Wayne Lineker. Uh, I've been here. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, Russell. And I'm very nervous about what's going to come out of your mouth. Well, no, it's, it's all your opinions that we want. Don't worry. Um, it would be the easiest thing in the world just to sit here and two blokes just to talk about things that affect men. But what happens is blokes drift into sexist nonsense if they're not kept in check by a strong female presence. That's why we always have the role of a female auditor. And today she is auditing. Ting. It's Vogue Williams. I mean, I wouldn't even know how to... Again, hard to nail down, Vogue. What would I describe you? A, a, mo a model, media personality, definitely a TV presenter because that's what we do together. What would you say your main job is? Podcaster? I could Podcaster, go on. Podcaster, a new one, yeah. I don't like model because, like, 
you can only say that if you've been in Milan. Like I was modeling Magnum ice creams and stuff like that. So it doesn't really. Can you can you believe I've done, I did a summer autumn collection for a male fashion rat. <laughs> so I've been more of a model than you. And I'm five foot ten. And most girls start gagging if I get within one meter. Some of them I'm not allowed within one meter of because of the tag. <laughs> but Vogue, I mean, just a, it's a bit, your podcast is just sensational. It's just, uh, it's fucking McNally and you are smashing it. She's done about 800 nights at the uh, the Palladium. So people should uh, look up the podcast. What's the best way to find it? Where should we go? Uh, it's on all good podcast platforms. My therapist ghosted me. It's funny, we're down in, a, we're down in Soho Farmhouse and you know the way you feel kind of uncool in these kind of places? Two people have given me hugs saying they love the podcast and Spenny's obviously disgusted that it's not our podcast it's mine and joanne's are talking about so i feel like i've made it with the cool people down here and and wayne we're recording this in april and as we know april is the foreplay of ibethra i call it the beginning of april (laughs) the clothes are on we haven't even had our first kiss by the end of may we're fucking in every orifice so far as ibethra goes it's fucking happening by may so are you ready for a season yeah it's definitely the teasing time of year but um especially mentally so yeah as we prepare ourselves for a for a heavy, long session, summer session. I feel like I feel like you'd be like something off a nature program. You know when they shed their winter silver pelt <laughs> and the sort of brain, brain hair, brown That's hair. Wayne yeah. like, like emerges yeah. from the middle and goes, "Let's do some fucking shots." Or like, so, like slowly thaw, thawing out from a from a winter frozen state. <laughs> yes, you're you're the inverse of Bublé. Yeah, Maybe yeah. you and Bublé are the same person. You just tag on the way in and out of the seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Right, anyway, today we're talking about a subject that affects everyone, but particularly our two guests, I've chosen it particularly for you two. We're talking about impulse, how it affects your different life stages, how it affects your different roles, certainly how it's perceived in men and women. Impulse, if you don't know, dear listeners, a sudden or strong and unreflective urge or a desire to act. We know what that one is. But what I wanted to ask you straight off the bat, Wayne, do you think men are more impulsive than women? Are we more likely to go, fuck it and do something than a woman is? Or is that just an old-fashioned stereotype? That's definitely old-fashioned. I think women are, are taking their driving seat in that game now. With my experience at Ocean Beach and in my businesses, women are not shy. Women are predominantly just, yeah, very impulsive, 100%. But, I mean, guys are too. But I guess it, it rates highly on... The amount of alcohol consumed as well. That, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you're sort of you are like a David Attenborough of the sort of twenty to forty year old. You see, well, a lot. I mean, I went to Ocean Beach. Let's be, let's be honest. The twenty to sixty year old, every fucker's there, haven't it? How many years has it been there now? Is it nearly a decade? It's, you've been going, isn't it? It's ten years on the twenty eighth of June this year. Right. So, so yeah. in that decade, would you say that you've seen men become less impulsive and more reflective? I have. You know, men are more self conscious more preening, more checking what everyone else is thinking first. Whereas the man of 10 to 15 years ago would have been like, hey, Gary Beerbelly, lad, steaming, jump in the yeah. pool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a big thing and people's guys put uh, screensavers on their phones now, just the best shape of their life so they can get that shape back for ready for ocean in the summer. So, yeah, guys are very... Uh... They're checking themselves more in every sense. What do you think, Vogue? If you, I mean... It, I'm not like the least vain guy. And I know Spencer's definitely had his own relationship with body image, some of it quite serious. Uh, Do you think that does relate to men becoming less impulsive? Because we're literally spending our whole lives checking ourselves. And what do men think of the way? So that's sort of curtailing what was traditionally male behaviours of impulsive, bombing the pool, getting the car, driving when I've had one drink too many, all that stuff blokes used to do. 
I think men care a lot more. I know, for instance, my brother, like he is getting his like April this next weekend is the weekend he starts to get his summer body ready and like he'll whip out the bloody weighing scales and do his food. And I'm like, what is that about? Like, I never have seen someone do that. But Spenny's the same. Spenny like just feels better when he's in shape. But not only that, it's it's it revolves around skincare and everything. And actually, I think that's kind of important for men. So even if they are doing that little bit more self-care and looking after themselves and wanting to look good and wanting to look good at Ocean Beach, um, why not? Like, it's a good thing. Yeah, 100%. To come to the main subject, though, though, do you think that that men are with that, with those positive ways of taking care of themselves without it going into anything obsessive? Do you think that's, would you agree that men have become, if not less impulsive, have sort of flattened out and women have become more, yeah, fuck it, we do what we want? Uh, I I would say that men are still more impulsive than women. Certainly that way in our household, like I'm quite an organised person. But saying that, yeah, after a few drinks, I mean, everyone's more impulsive, (laughs) let's be honest. I think vodka four is where I start getting really impulsive. So I would say I personally would think men are still more impulsive than women, like with the men around me in my life and everything like that. Like even with regards to to anything, to spending money, to to the way you organize your life, to like I just wouldn't I wouldn't be one to go on a night out that I that I haven't planned. <laughs> I'm such so, a Mike will be the one <laughs> off her head but still holding onto the lanyard. Quickly, <laughs> yeah. let's go to stage four, my favourite band's headline. <laughs> yeah. That is me. <laughs> I never got a night planned out now. I don't plan a night ahead because I, it's always impulse for me. Because if I do plan a night out, then I'm edging down the wrong road before I start. So, yeah, if I'm in the mood, I'll go out. So, I guess that's more impulsive. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a planner. Do you think it's a good thing? Like the, there's a lot of positive aspects of impulsiveness because you hear sometimes when couples are arguing, they're like, "You just say you can't be impulsive, you can't be exciting." Like I, I need to be the type of man that just goes to the airport and go, "This is where we're going." Oh, that'll be fine when I don't have a PCR test or a correct ticket <laughs> or a pack. I packed a winter coat and we're going to the Maldives. You twat! How does that work? <laughs> Russell, I don't feel like you would be impulsive though. You're, you've got like maybe it's because of your lifestyle like you tour so much you're yeah, working so much like that. you don't really have the option to be as impulsive but um but what about the hedonistic side of it it is nice now and again isn't it Vogue to go do you know what you might have a night plan but you just go with what happens next a bit of hedonism doesn't hurt here and yeah I think as a, as a single man I'm, I'm very impulsive but if I was in a relationship then it's something I would arrange yeah you're 20% uh, less impulsive yeah. than aren't you at least yeah, at least yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but that's that's for a different reason. It's just it's just so you can you know give your girl a good night out and stuff yeah. like that. But um, as far as a single guy's concerned, then yeah, impulse is the way forward. I suppose yeah. I suppose I just haven't been in that position for ages where I can I I have the like the joy of being impulsive and just like. But they're saying that like we're talking about Ibiza. I'll go to Ibiza in September and I'll just go wild for a while. Has your headphones gone away? Sorry, I've lost. Uh... Who the hell is that? Are you safe? Blink if you're okay. Who is that? <laughs> you were expecting that person to be there, weren't you, Wayne? I thought you were about to be taken then by like one of the fucking the own the owner of Pasha or something. That's me. That's, that's my. That's my fucking Sergio Miguel Marquez, the Colombian owner of Pasha. Wayne's been taken while we watch. <laughs> 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What I was going to ask, Vogue, is, do you know what happens with women? I think when women are younger, they're more attractive to impulsive men because in some part, yes, there are some positive parts of impulsiveness that we need to keep until we're 80, yeah? yeah? Going on a fun night out, changing a meal at the last moment, maybe going on a trip at the last moment. They're all fun. But there's some aspects of impulsiveness which is dangerous. I'm going to climb that building. Fuck it. Watch this, take the top off, get nicked for a lot. <laughs> women find that exciting, younger women. And then all of a sudden, once they've had their heart stamped on for the third time, they're not so keen. <laughs> that yeah. does sound like the type of guy I'd go for. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's been every relationship for me. But what, this why, dead, okay. <laughs> what is going on there? where impulsiveness is sexually attractive and then suddenly it isn't. I don't know. You want someone who's really good crack when you're younger. So like impulsiveness is, is kind of good for and you want somebody that will go and do anything at any time. And like I was more impulsive when, you're, when I was younger. But then when you're like older and you've got kids and you just like you need more organization, it just drives me insane if things aren't organized. If you're impulsive, you're, you're impulsive. You know, you can't learn how to be impulsive. It's either in your nature or it's not. Well, I was, gonna, I was gonna ask you that way, because you've got a big family, you've got relatives of all ages. Do you think it, it's inborn? Relatives of all ages, I like that. Well, you, you have, you've got, you've got, you've got a wider family. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, I always see you sometimes cradling babies, yeah. sometimes women that are a bit older. And, uh, but I wondered whether you see it, like in my daughter's six, so, I can see it already, what a personality can be like, but particularly in pulse control, there is some evidence that it's a mix of both. I wondered if you, you genuinely believe that, that it's inborn. I genuinely do, yeah. Obviously to do with your upbringing as well. But f- funny enough, my, my children are not that impulsive, whereas I'm a party animal and I'm very impulsive, whereas my brother's children are extremely impulsive and my brother's not. So how, how do you work it out? You so know, were you, uh, you and Gary were very different when you were teenagers then, would you say, so far? Yeah, as... completely, yeah. yeah. So you'd be more inclined to, like, fuck it, let's go out. And he'd be like, I've got to do my sit-ups first. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he'd be staying eating, eating his steak and eggs to build himself up, ready for the season ahead. But, um, well, I'll be out fucking what, doing whatever, roller skate with the boys, going to the corner, <laughs> going, going, 
going to the church just to hang around outside, just causing havoc. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, we're totally going different. to the church. <laughs> what well, do you mean? There was a, you couldn't no, you couldn't cross the threshold without evaporating. The, the church was closed. <laughs> the church was closed. <laughs> Come in, Wayne. You know I can't <laughs> enter the building without being burnt. <laughs> <laughs> we used to hang around a place called the church, and um, yeah. Oh uh, right, sorry, yeah, I've just, completely misunderstood. Yeah, just smoking cigarettes and stuff. I mean, this has been studied, Vogue. So men are thought to be more impulsive. Men are generally thought to be more impulsive and they exhibit higher rates of, you know, the nasty side of impulsiveness, drug abuse and addiction and all that. However, the evidence for sex difference in impulsivity using objective behavioural measures is mixed, meaning you get just as many female shopaholics, just as many wild women that are acting on their impulses as men, 100%. just in different categories. I wish I could be one of those more like fun, impulsive people like you, Wayne. But like I'm impulsive in the sense that I'll see like a dress that I want and I'm like, oh, I'm meant to be on a shopping band because I do that to myself and I'll just buy it. Like and I like yeah. with regards to things like that, I can't help. Like I I, I would be impulsive around shopping and, and things like that. But uh, but I don't know weirdly about going out. Uh, going out is a big thing for me, though, because I'm like, I know I'm going to die for two days after this. What have I got on? So, like, I have to forward plan. Do I have time to be hung over tomorrow? Probably not. I'm not going to. Yeah, I think it coincides with having an addictive personality. So yeah. the more addictive your personality is, the more impulsive you are, I would steer towards, to be honest. Interestingly, both the hormones that uh, that make men and women are associated with impulsivity. So the best thing you can have is sort of a mid-range hormone reading for your gender. Uh, however, higher levels of testosterone can make men more impulsive. Several studies have shown that testosterone can cause impulsivity in humans. So if you're someone that's got poor, poorer impulse control, more like to go, fuck it, you've probably got higher testosterone. And the yeah. same thing is found for estrogen. So women with lower estrogen showed higher measures of trait impulsivity. So the lower a woman's estrogen gets, the more likely she is to be impulsive. It's vice versa. Because the testosterone that's naturally in women's bloodstream as well then outweighs the estrogen. That's the, that's the thinking. Yeah, well, your, your testosterone levels drop the older you get. So you can imagine how low mine are. <laughs> is that your testosterone alarm just gone off? Just stick a phone. It's time to jab your leg. <laughs> I can't put androgen in one thigh and testosterone in the other. So, so what, I'm trying to, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, that blows that theory out the window because I'm just as impulsive now as I've always been in my life and my mm. testosterone levels are a lot lower, but, um, but that's a medical thing. What about, though, has it got something to do with, I don't know, you said earlier, Wayne, the way you were brought up, like your parents or like how much access you have to funds, like how impulsive can you be? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, not everyone can just say, I've gone on holidays now and be impulsive like that. But no, like- but some of the most skintiest people I know uh, when I was growing up, like council estate skit, are the most impulsive lad brokes, gamble their yeah. paycheck before they've even got it, yeah, bo- yeah. borrow money, stick it up the hooter. There, mm. did, there does not seem to be a correlation between wealth and impulsivity that I've ever observed. Well, I suppose some people just like spend what they make and then other people save and, and, and aren't as impulsive. Yeah, virgins. With their money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a joke. Just gives, you, just gives you a wider, got a wider access to impulsivity, doesn't it? Something that's been studied in women that they're they're more impulsive with, and this is there's an evolutionary argument behind this, is the sharing of secrets. So your friend tells you, well, please don't fucking tell anyone this go to the grave grave with it in studies men are a little bit better not much little bit better at keeping those 
secrets and women. It appears to be, sorry, lads, we're not superior. I can believe that. I can believe that. The reason is, gentlemen, not because we're superior, is we seem to give a shit less when the secret's put in our ear. We're like, oh, really? Yeah, give a fuck. I'll have a Stella, please. It's like we don't actually give a shit about the gossip. It seems to be the driver rather than we're these moral superior beings, which we know men aren't, sadly. Um, Whereas females, because back in the evolutionary history of human beings, the females that shared gossip with each other out-survived the ones that didn't. So it's not your fault, ladies. You are programmed out of safety to let know what's happening with Linda and Darren's husband and wife relationship <laughs> to Tracy behind their back. But, <laughs> Good. <laughs> but what my, my question to you, Vogue, is what's yours like? I mean, you would probably broadcast it with McNally, the pair of you cackling. Absolutely. We have. We've actually been told to stop talking about certain people on the pod. Anyone, I can't help it. But I don't think people tell me like serious secrets. I'm just, I'd rather not know them because I physically, I can't, I can't hold them in. Like my sister would tell me something Remember she told me something about someone and honestly, three days later, I was like, did you hear this about your one? And she was like, I told you that and I told you not to say it. (laughs) I've been stung with that loads. You shared it to the person who told you not to share it, you bellend. So bad. But Wayne, me and Lindsay, we've had arguments in the other direction where something's come out a year down the line Mm. and uh, a secret's come out. And Lindsay's like, can you believe it? I'm like, well, I actually knew because Dan confided in me. She went, he confided in you and you didn't fucking tell me. Why didn't you tell me? Because it was a secret. I think a guy's gossip is far more interesting, no offence, girls, but they sort of chat about relationships and stuff like that. We don't really chat about that, do we? We chat about different stuff or more naughty stuff. So, But even if you were given, like, relationship-style gossip, I still, like, if one of my friends is, like, me and my missus were having this issue or I've got hacked her text or whatever, I would die with that secret in me rather than be the mug that fucking snitched on something that was told. It's like it's prison logic for a man. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about a truck of gear coming across from fucking Africa to, to La Linea or whatever. How do you know that? Because <laughs> I just watched Top Boy, yeah? Fun? Don't even question me, man. And I, or, or whether it's a business secret or whether it's a romantic secret, I personally, like the blokes I know, would be very cautious about sharing that information because of what you would look like should you be exposed to someone who couldn't control yourself sharing secrets. Mm. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me anything. But do you think impulsive women are judged different to men then? We've established that women are growing more impulsive. Wayne says they even are more impulsive. But do you think if we took two equal groups of people and they did the same things impulsively, but one was a group of girls and one was a group of boys, would the girls get a harder rap than the men? I mean, I tend to share my secrets uh, or gossip, sorry, with the prettier the girl, the more likely I'm about to tell her some gossip. Do you know what I mean? I'd say you have great gossip from Ocean Beach. <laughs> yeah. God, I'd love to hear your gossip. Oh, I've got some bad <laughs> Not even Putin will attack Ocean Beach because the <laughs> yeah. shit way no. <laughs> don't shoot Ocean Beach. I want to put my willy in Sambuca. I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> yeah, I've got some real, some real gossip from Ocean Beach, trust me. But it's not, it's not good that I'm tell this gossip to Venice but my thing is like someone will come to my house and I'm like so what's the goss that's like the first question oh, we all do it to each other but l- l- lads don't do that okay guys we're going to take a quick break there that is the end of part one of the discussion of impulse
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 